Alright, well you figure that out. I'm gonna do a little introduction here. Welcome to the last episode, I think, of 2020. That is going to be aired, or it might not even be aired in 2020. It might come out after 2020 and 2021, but it will be our last recorded episode that will be going under the 2020 bracket. Should we greet 2020, everybody from 2020, next 2020, year, 2020, then? 2020. I feel like, based on editing, we can time travel. So we could just start out by saying, <laughs> happy 2021 in 2020. Yeah, happy 2020, or happy 2020, Mary. Right, see, yeah. Mary 2021 from 2020. Exactly. Welcome back to the future, ladies and gentlemen. I'm joined today by your normal coast, Headstash207 on the IG, and your boy, Carrie, KLAN70. Hit him up, and we have special guest host today, Jake, the Heady Yeti. Jake, what's going on, Playboy? Oh, not too much. Just, you know. Another here, day? Here. It's the best way to sum it up. Like, I, with the light, I with the light and everything, yeah, really, it's like, it's it's un- I know it you does. The, the hair, highlights, the, hair here is great. the shadow, it's, there's it's a whole wonderful. bunch of good You're shit You're looking good. On. I like it's your good. haircut. So the point of this, of gathering today, other than I think Jake, I don't even know why Jake's here, to be completely honest, but uh, I'm just, than, he, uh, no, yeah. we got to here today on a random whim. You know, in the early going, he was there. I'm still in studio. I've always just kind of. Jake is always here. But the point of this going around is... A recap of 2020. What has happened in 2020? What we've done in 2020? Things that we might want to highlight. We even got some homies out back, Cedric and Henry. I'm not sure if they're dipping or if they're staying. What's up, boys? And we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna incorporate them a little bit. That we're gonna great. edit that out from Carrie. Um, and then <laughs> we're gonna keep moving forward. To stay. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep rolling. But I, <clears throat> what are, what are we all of a sudden here? Okay. You were supposed to be getting the music ready, boy. Okay, we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna do the introduction. Twenty twenty has been a crazy year, though. The year of the year of COVID, year of the pandemic. It was an election year, probably the high, most highly contested election year. Which we're not gonna focus on any of that. That's not why we're here. We're here to talk cannabis, not politics. Maybe cannabis politics, but we're gonna shy away from anything super political. But it's it also the, uh, year of the sewer rat on the Japanese calendar. <laughs> That seems to fit this year pretty well, if we're being honest. There could not be a better calendar fit. That was perfect when I saw that back in Is January. Is it specifically the sewer rat? The even? sewer rat. Wow. I guess that up to the that really set us up for success. I no, it, it was... set us up for the year, but... I, so we're not here to talk any of the political stuff, though. We're, we just stopped, right? There was, there was no good that could have come from... It's worth acknowledging. It, it is. You're right. It is. Because uh, it's been a big uh, thing for everybody. It's been a big thing. We got divided into two because of a belief on how we wanted to handle it. That wasn't healthy. Right um, now, yeah, but okay, so back to my point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where the sewer rat thing came from. Still we're time traveling again. Yeah, I know. It's like, just you're just time wrong. traveling between I shouldn't I'll have smoked a joint, I smoked a joint. But the point is, 2020 has <laughs> been a fucked up year. We're not going to focus on the politics. We want to focus more on cannabis and what's gone into the cannabis industry, some of the side effects that we've seen mm. from it. Um, and yeah, I guess 2020 has been a sewer wrap, but there's a bunch of other stuff that has gone on too at the same time. I only time. speak truths. <laughs> there's been millions Somebody of got me high me. earlier, Evan. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't I'll know. Be was right it you? A while. No, it yeah, wasn't. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. It wasn't me. It wasn't me at all. Shout out to the unknown grower of the gelato we smoked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Carrie's about to become grower. a free agent for the first half. I swear to God. <laughs> Any of y'all want to sub in? Not yet. Okay, not yet. All right. Well, get it, get it together. Thank you. I get it together. It. I got it. <laughs> we'll I got it going half. on. What is what has happened though in 2020? What is what are some of the things that we can highlight? Feel free to shout anything out to that you guys. Are. I, I know one thing: the market went crazy high, obvious. And I don't want to dive in de- depth into anything right now. But what are some things like just topics that we know, of, like some shit that happened in 2020 that's been crazy in the cannabis industry? 
I mean, there was a shortage of flour there that I didn't see coming as quickly and as strong as it did. I could say that. That's a did good that many more stores or that many more patients really come in through it? I don't know that it was patients. I didn't as see much signs as it was, of it back in January, February so much. There was everybody had time. Everybody was stuck at home and everybody didn't know what to do. So stick to your vices. I'm sure alcohol sales, I, mean, I don't have the numbers on that, but I'm sure they went through the roof too. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure I saw some stuff uh, throughout <clears throat> the interweb and on, on the news and stuff that was saying that alcohol sales were being driven up also. I mean, everyone was staying home. They didn't have a lot else, to do. Right? What else are you going to do? You're going to cope. 2020, though, I do think was a crazy year for genetics. Not in the sense of what really came out, because I don't think anything really came out. It's like GMO still lingered for so long. But I do think 2020 has set up, as far as the main cannabis scene, I think 2020 has been the year where everyone is like, all right, uh, we saw it with people like Rugged Roots. Um, there's other people, uh, Incrementum, Ripple Wellness, there's, I, and I'm forgetting some, so don't, don't jump on my case. But these guys are used 2020 as a year to gear up for 2021 big time you know they i think let's they, talk about some of the big let's talk but, about, but wait, wait, let me talk about the big dogs but let me like finish salty, my point let me finish you know? my point my point was to be is that 2020 was a year of genetics in the sense of this is when everyone i think was doing their pheno hunt and 2021 is when it's really going to come out with some crazy genetics as we've seen a lot of people are doing you know i think we're going to start to see a lot of cultivators making a name off of what they're growing as opposed to what they're selling if if that makes sense you're going to start to see people basing their rooms off of something that they can put their name on because that's become very popular this year yeah brand, i think it was a lot of survival focus in the beginning coming out of the industry it was super fast everyone was like i want to survive i want to survive i want to survive so it wasn't there wasn't any like a method but so, and i'm not trying to blanket everyone there was obviously many people in the industry that went through it in an extremely methodical manner and have their branding has followed through but i think now like you're saying is when people are they're not only focusing on genetics but in conglomeration with their branding and having something exotic having good branding, all that stuff, good customer service, it adds that brand experience, which makes your store more desirable. And with we see now, I mean, stores are just popping up everywhere. everywhere. And, and they're happening on a, like, a, you know, it's like a, I don't even want to, is it fair to say a week by week basis? You know, I mean, at least a, at least a bi-monthly thing in Maine, you know, where you're having at least two new stores, I would like to say being added. And God knows seeing the amount of cultivation. Rack, seeing smaller, smaller business rack mm -hmm. than I when thought, we, I, I mean, when than we I thought was going to be feasible. When we were going through our certification and everything with the city earlier this year. Can you pull your mic just a little closer that way? Yeah. That way. One of the big things that they were saying directly at the city level was that um, they were processing new applications almost on a daily basis for, you know, whether it be grows or stores or any other locations. So, I mean, these when municipalities are when making. When was this at? Up here in this area? In Lewiston. Yeah, yeah. in Lewiston. Um, uh, these municipalities are making you know, tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars off of people in these non-refundable fees. So I think they're going to keep trying to promote for more growth because until there's a market saturation, which there obviously isn't yet, people are going to continue to, you know, swing in and why not, you know? There's a lot of really good strong brands that we're not really getting uh, a taste of up here in the Lewiston-Auburn area as well that are kind of strictly brands that have been resourcing to Southern Maine only. You know, I think uh, um, I see some down at uh, the Shack 420, or or even kind kind uh, kind farms and Green Truck have used a lot of brands we're familiar with as mm -hmm. well. I think where we've been I able to recognize, that. but there are some names that I've seen pop up at the Shack. Armacore uh, is one of them. Bees. Who is it? Uh, Ar 
Armacore. Nope. I'm not, I haven't, I'm I haven't not, heard about yeah, them. What's the spelling? Or do you know kind of the spelling? It, it seems like it's weird because of how you pronounced it. Yeah, it probably is. I'll try to, I'll try to reference no, it. Well, I'll I, try and pull it up. But um, it was a, a different kind of uh, brand that I had never seen before, and yet their product was amazing. Bees yeah. Trees is also down there. Bees Knees are, are, are two different, uh, different brands that came out very I've similar, good but really good trees, product as yeah. well. Starting to see a lot of branching out. 2020 has been a year where we got to see a lot of new cultivators. Who did we see like stepping up in 2020, though? We talk about these people. I mean, <clears throat> you talk Salty, and I think it was a big year for Salty. I think Salty was made a big push in the stores, and maybe it was because just of my association with some people who had stores and whatnot that I started to know of him more. But he really took off, and we've seen off. that from, I mean, obviously, you know, we're here at Terps in Lewiston, so we have the, a lot of the merch, and we've seen that, I think, is that some of the biggest stuff has been through Salty and through, you know, and it, but it also speaks back to what we talked about earlier, which is the guy has spent time and money on branding. It's through and through, it's yeah. obvious. I think Who else have we seen? Who else would you say made 2020 their year, took advantage of it, and has really made a name for themselves. I think and it's not all of them right now. Oh, that's house. a cop-out, though. That's no, a, that's no, a, no, it is, really. a, it is a cop-out because, I mean, and it's no disrespect to the people that we don't list, but everyone's got to have a motherfucking opinion, and that's just being the truth. No one like someone doesn't have an opinion. I'll, I'll be the first one that has an opinion, I guess. I do think that my, my opinion was <laughs> salty. I thought I did a really good job, I think, of making a name for himself. Um, just through the products provided, it was unique, but not uniquely... Uh, rep, repl replicatable, like in the sense, like not there wasn't a lot of people doing it. You know, there wasn't. I feel like there are some people that are running some unique strains, but then you can tell it was brought by someone that who gave them out to like seventeen different big growers, and then all yeah. of a sudden, within three weeks, everyone's running it. He's had a really good ability to run some cool stuff that has no one else that really has it, and no one's running it to that ability that he is and he does everything with it he brands it on stickers he brands it on a t-shirt brands it in his raws and and through every single process and it's really cool because it's one of the only people that has had that attraction that can Gained do a it following <clears throat> that way mm -hmm. having some uh i don't know allies with branding like the ability to build that as a basis or start yourself somewhere high sale too I'll say Simply High Sale made 2020 and made a name out of themselves for 2020 just because not even really when it came down to their branding too because I think John has a long way to go with that and he'd agree. I think it's more so about just the quality of his flower. It's like totally taking a leaps and bounds and he'll credit that to Tyler and I think he, take, he deserves a lot of credit too because he's done a really good job but that's been something too that I think someone that's made a name for themselves as far as the flower and I mean there has been some people in my opinion too that have kind of fallen off in 2020 and maybe it's because they came out of the gate so strong but if you gotten that feeling that while some progressed through there almost seemed like to be those names that you always notice that are like now like it's almost just like a household brand like it's like okay yeah they're oh it's almost like their time has come and gone they're they they're like the kid that they're like that kid in sixth grade that was built like a, a senior in high school and he was running it back for a touchdown every single play in middle school football. You know, his prime was then. It's not now. You know, I don't know. It seems like there were some people like that that came out the gate swinging. I want to go back to the point, uh, my cop outline of saying it's everybody's year in 2020 for the most part because they had a chance. All of them were playing at a, at a larger size than they had been ever before. So there was this growth into a new really new environments all of them it's not like they have been in that growth for two I think, three years I think. those who had been made the proper upgrades the way they really wanted to so 
it's a year of transformation. You might have been playing with uh, LEDs when you had always played with HPS before, or it's something different. You're, you're right. That's the right path. So it's, you had a lot of different There were trends, big shoes so to fill, and either you did or didn't. Some made but that, I I, some I mean, made that transformation fairly easy and seamless and others it's, it's been a little bit of a but struggle still, but, I think but it wouldn't be fair to beat them up for well, it there's either. no one beating it up but there's no uh, there's no problem with having an individual opinion on it like just and like it's fine with premising no, sure, I agree you don't with see you everything that. but that's like the whole premise that everyone gets a trophy no 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 one everyone's getting a motherfucking trophy I've never I've never gone through life like that neither have you the fact of the matter is there have been people that have outworked others in 2020. That is just straight up true and honest. And it's come through in their product, it's I come mean, through in their presentation, let's how be they conduct themselves. There's a lot of people in this industry that are just straight up lazy and don't have but anything not, uh, to do with their businesses at all and are still extremely successful. But I'm not asking y'all to call anyone out. All I'm saying is no, who but, have you guys noticed? One or two people that in 2020 has come out of the woodworks or has been like, wow, this year I really knew, I became familiar with this person and I never thought I was based off of smoking their flower or someone that you never heard of that really came out in 2020 and killed it in your opinion. And it's not to hate on no one. It's just to say who you noticed this year. And that's who I noticed. I really, and you noticed, I said that I've been a big, uh, ever since I tried his GMO through high sale, I've been saying it for the past couple months that I really think he's been turning it on with his flower and it's progressively been getting better. And I think I can fairly say that because I saw it at the end of 2019. And I wasn't a fan. And I've had this conversation with John. He wasn't either. He switched up some stuff. He didn't like the taste he was getting from his nutrients. And he went to something different. I don't know what he's running now. That's, right. that's to his. It's his proprietary stuff. But it's gotten amazing. And people like that do deserve some credit. So I'm wondering if there's anyone else that you might have in 2019, you noticed that big jump of quality and almost like a, a revitalization. Uh, I don't know for... For me personally, I gravitated towards, like, if you think about it, this is a year that uh, Cupcake kind of came out onto the scene as well, too. So you can almost break this down regionally through in the, throughout the state. There are really good pockets through and through. And I think they, you know, it's to think that they uh, ideally stretch from Bangor down to Kittery isn't, it just doesn't happen. I think, I think some brands force themselves or try to expand out as much as they can. But it, it's just not in the cards sometimes to go that much further up or that much further south. You know? um, but so he's made a, a good name for himself. I think the store that uh, the Green Alchemist put together with the brands that she was pulling, Lone Wolf Cultivation, uh, the Lone Tree, you know, a collective. There's a good and you, one. Some really good collectively. The What's the shack for? I well, think yeah, the shack is that like was a, a new come out for too. Them too yep. Just by what you said about bringing in those brands, they did a great job. No, 2020. That's that's. I like the the reference of the Green Alchemist though, because it really brought me to thinking of well, the shack. Well, Tasty Tarps was up there. Lone Lone uh, Wolf was up there as well. Some different brands who I didn't know much of, and then you see them popping in. Tasty Tarps out of Lewiston. What's that? Is Tasty Tarps out of Lewiston? Uh, Auburn, just uh, right near uh, Kieran Highsdale, okay. up in that neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. So he speaking of someone that's oh, really starting oh, to pop I think out I know that this is. year, Tasty Tarps. Yeah, some of his flower has been is amazing. That a, yeah, what he was doing with it, amazing. Is that a is that Pepin? What's that? Pepin? No, I don't no? know. No. I don't know his last name. That was a lot. He, he'd that say, up, so "That's fine." Um, grows at his house, I believe. But we are. But that's another thing too. Like I haven't had a chance to have Burroughs buds, but people who speak of who are in the industry who have talked about him, his his flower is amazing. They like it. Like he's getting mad mm. reps from 
some no, there have been some, some bigger cats, too. you know, who really like it. You so. know what else? Fucking living <clears throat> matters cannabis. And the only reason I'm gonna say this is because I've been trying to ever since they were formerly known as Grape Grows. Which, if you check out the podcast that'll be coming out soon, you'll understand the whole transition from Grape Grows to what they are now. But that's it, Jake. He does. I'll just give out a little bit of information. He does what? No waste. He's almost a zero dollar overhead. That's his goal for doing that. Everything's recycled back into the soil. And it's the first time, Carrie can attest to this. Yeah. Oh, shit. We yeah. have some. Dude, it's not no till. It's no till, but it's not no till. It's fucking nuts. I would have helped you guys, Chunk but weird. I was kind of. I know. I don't know here. how you're going to facilitate that. <laughs> Whoa. And that's not even, and, and no offense out. to Travis, I like the cake one. I forgot the, the whole uh, part of the name of the strain, but I like the other strain that was more indica dominant a lot better. I like that a lot. I thought that was really cool. That was MCON. Uh, that one was. That we smoked that night, wasn't no, it? No, this is MCON right oh, there. I believe. I think it's really very nice. And that's a no-till. And would you believe if someone put that in front of your face and said <laughs> that's a no-till, would you believe it? No. No, yeah, and I think it's awesome. It's like he he spoke great. a lot of uh, the hardships that proved too. Oh, he, yeah, he didn't make it point. seem like it was easy at all. And I, I don't imagine it is easy because they're in. And with respect to him, we've been waiting for his flower for years now to see some of his flower in the public. And he even said this was too soon. So I do have to respect, in his opinion, at least, I do have to respect the guy's um, patience because, and he wasn't one of these people, or at least I didn't get this vibe. Obviously, you know, everyone has a backstory. But he wasn't one of these dudes that was driving around in a fucking fat whip and pushing packs. And I mean, he was he tells a story and you've got to check out the podcast because to listen to this guy's story on it. He was sleeping on a fucking couch. You know, he was he was house hopping from homie to homie while he was trying to get all this shit set up. He got fucked over. He tried again, he got fucked over, tried again, went out west, came back. So it is a really cool story and to see where he is now and to respect the fact that he never chose to give in to another side just to push some dirt weed and always wanted to produce the best, I think is really cool. And it's a story that and he's a Lewiston, Maine, you know, I mean, born and raised. It's like, yeah, we come never on. even got to talk about the Lewiston ties. I know. Show, I got too baked like halfway through it or something, I think. So, yeah, it was bad. And it was like final. <laughs> was it halfway was or five up, minutes so. in? <laughs> God, we started the episode today with you saying, sewer rat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but you've been talking so long. It's 2021 now, for real. <laughs> Jake, Jake, you're like a, you're like a. Don't even get I'm me started. I'm just here. Don't get no. me started. Uh, yeah, so no, you literally are just here, and you're barely here. Okay, you're covered by the light for a reason. Yeah, you shouldn't even God. be in frame. Thank God. But there are uh, stores that I think I think the connection that's being made right now is really the way that the stores are carrying on what cultivators, what the brands look like. What kind of impact they have? Packaging has come a long way this year. It's this been is the, year the year of packaging. packaging. It has. It's, to- it's not totally the year of the sewer rat. Who did I just see? Ganja, ganja babes. Ganja babes was uh, or ganja? Hit. Is it the one that they had? Like they had some really cool packages on my Instagram. Shit, I just remember who it was, and I forgot. But they had um they had like a gram of their rosin. Ganja berry. Up it. Yeah, ganja berry. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, no, that shit looked good, too. Like, the packaging and everything. It was, like, in Team Green. They kind of did a Team Green, I think, aspect with it. Because they were one of the... Those and Canamelts, those two, were some of the first ones... Someone can probably correct me, and they will, that I think came out with using a box. Like, using using a box inside for their concentrates. Like, to put their... Like, for Maine, obviously, there's many more companies out west that did it. But I think those were some of the two. And there might have been a couple more before them. But Presentation with Wisely, so always been, like, spot on from day one as far as that came. Oh, yeah. Well, they they did really... That was a pretty solid... I thought it was cool because I thought that was different. Yeah. Is that a box? 
I mean, it is because it's made of cardboard, but it's more of like a tube. Reminds me of all like what bomb, like a bomb would come in, like either like a little lip bomb or something yeah, jar, like yeah. one of those things. I like it though because I, I think it's like different, it. and I haven't seen something like that. I'm wondering if we're gonna see. Speaking of them, too high now to remember who right. them is, but uh, let's talk about price control. Is that something that we're gonna start seeing more often? Janet Mills will be controlling the price. I heard. Fuck Jenny. Yeah, he's got this by the balls. We just got political real quick, but I'm pretty sure that anybody yeah, listening can why, agree with. Why did I bring that fuck up? Too? I, of course, I brought it up. Hmm. Price control. Price no, control. Think, can we talk? Do you think? Do we think we've seen a natural price control with a decline I'm in saying, hash price? Because they're almost. I've seen hash is there going down. I don't think so. Sixty-seven dollars a gram. Cure cannabis is almost. Yeah, I saw some. I was in there the other day talking to Johnny, and Johnny is not one to undersell the market. You know, he's not going to go ahead and be that guy that's going to drop the price right away. Um, Jake, you're going to have to butt out for this one because uh, <clears throat> you can't talk here. <laughs> no, no. You got to hear his point. <laughs> but no, but in that sense, I saw it for 67 a gram and I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, and it was some out-of-house stuff. So I do think it is kind of cool. And he's not the first one. I've seen, uh, like, Wisely wants their product sold at 65 a gram. Yes. So that I think that's Pro pretty that's, cool. But that's kind of what I'm talking about is now – and this is something that I mentioned to at least to you a long time ago, or yep. not a long time ago, but oh, months the ago. summer maybe? That with a company like that coming in and, and setting price control for good quality product, you know, yep. you're going to start seeing the rest of the market sort of follow suit. <laughs> Don't lose it, Jake. You're on a roll. No, I'm not. You think uh, they're going to follow suit? I think more, I think more companies are going to begin to follow suit. You're going to see that because why wouldn't you be able to, or why wouldn't you want price control? You're going to be able to tell everybody. Uh, but price control, I almost feel like fundamentally goes against what a lot of growers and stuff are for, which is they don't you, want, but they don't it, want someone telling them the price of shit. They're all like, these, these people are out here trying no, to impeach I'm Governor Mills. and I don't, I'm being set by the growers but and even, by the process. By the growers. But how yeah. there would still have how to be some sort of that? like. How can you do that? If you want, so let's they say to that would almost be monopolization. I think if you're like price setting, there's like going to be brands that are going to start doing that. You can't charge this much for my product, or you can't charge less than this. Oh, for my oh, oh, you're talking yeah, about that. Yeah. I'm saying they are. They uh, we're going to see more commonly. Well, why is that kind of does that a little bit? That's why I that's exactly that. Is, yeah, because they're like, welcome, hey, this is what we want. Welcome to 2021, you. Evan. Yeah. Hi, right, dude. You can leave. You, so you <laughs> think, <laughs> No, that's not going to happen. It is. I think it is. I think we're going to well, see a lot more. We've already seen more. it with some people. It's like, and you're right. It's a, and I 60 think it's, and 70 are not the same it, thing right is now. Is it going to be, I don't know if it's going to be mandatory, but it's probably going to be a heavy suggested, you know, suggested retail price. And that makes sense because when you suggest it to 10 people, the odds are majority of them are going to take the suggestion because they're going to be like, okay, this is what the product is worth. So the other two or three that aren't are just going to follow on board anyway. It becomes a natural, right. you know, price check. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I, I do see that point. I think the market will just be dictated by the outlets a little bit more. I think stores are going to gain a, a lot more control uh, in 2021 of market pricing. So when they start to do that, it's going to impact the rec market a little bit. I think that's when you're going to start seeing more companies head towards rec to explore that market because prices will probably be higher. Prices are always going to be higher, but so are your taxes. Uh, I feel like the margins are. They are. Going to be I mean, wash. they're going to have to weigh it out and see if it's still worthwhile moved, even if I you're feel, not. The state gonna... should babysit the medical program a little bit longer. That's going to be important. I don't know how well 
I don't think that's the transition. Uh, I don't think you over. make it till May before something comes across that's going to feel like a hindrance to the medical program. Oh, no way. We will never make it that long. Oh, it's going to be sooner. Oh, I think so. Probably right around, uh, I, I'd say March. They're before, probably going to act on it fairly even quick. Even before that. Might be January, even, huh? Fucking well. They go back in session. That thing's a beast. Oh, that's right. Jake, do you know what he's smoking on? Kraken. The Kraken. The Kraken. I don't know who makes that. Who is, who's who is that? Oh, it is Krakens. Yeah. Oh. Krakens. How did you not know that? Opals and like the whole mouthpiece here is like crushed opal too. Super. That's heavy. really hard to work with too. No, yeah, I'm definitely down to uh, let you all take a little rippy rippy. <laughs> That's against COVID restrictions. I yeah, believe. definitely against it. I was uh, checking out the whole vitamin D scene. I think I'm going that way, man. And I did hear the good news. Smokers are protected. There's something about the nicotine in our system that's supposed to be like an anti-inflammatory, which is something you need when you're fighting COVID. So because I So smoke, we're already fighting it before we even got it. I beat COVID. Our body's ready yeah. for it. I smoke up. Um, <laughs> there's a study that was done in By who? France. <laughs> and that's like, good enough for me, baby. That's good enough for me. The French will never so lie. Neutral. It does. It hurts it's sometimes. It's a Frenchman that named the Japanese calendar the year Surat. Surat, yeah. It's proven right. It's proven right. If you go back to the early recordings, I said it back then, too. <laughs> well, I said it more than once. It absolutely is. You know, um, being the market has been uh, a lot of fun, but I, I, I do think it's going to be price corrections. I, do. I just don't know if it's going to be enough that's going to be influenced by the state. Okay, so Cedric, thank you so much for joining us today. Everyone give Cedric a round of applause. Yay, Cedric. So, one, you're going to have to speak into the mic. Um, And two, two, I want to know. This is going on YouTube, right? Your experience with the the cannabis market in Maine in 2020. And what you've noticed maybe is differences from 2019. Hit or miss. Like, that would be the big thing. What's been hit or miss? Product, flour in specific. So a lot There's of inconsistencies. Yeah. There's been a lot of Inconsistent places, I would say the most. Do you think it's fair to, is, do you think a lot of them, almost all of them are suffering inconsistencies? Because I can see that because of the lack of flour, where it's just almost natural sometimes that they're not going to be able to have the best grab at some of the stuff that they want. But did you notice that almost everywhere you went was kind of inconsistent? Um... Yeah, for the most part. Like, he, he touched on it, too. There was a point where just about nobody, in right. my opinion, had good quality. It was more or less just average. Like, looking for, I mean, as a consumer, you obviously want to, if you're paying for something, you want it to be the best that you're you're spending money on, I guess, if that makes sense. And a lot of the places didn't, I don't know, for me, didn't meet my standards from past experiences with being there. Not to name names, but also, like, if if you're going into a place and you already know the bud tender, you've been there a couple of times, and they're telling you, like, hey, 
let me check this out and see if it like would meet your quality before I offer it to you. That's kind of like a throw off for me with consistency and like having just. Does that same. prove to work? Do you get usually get good stuff if you get that kind of recommendation? Yeah. Yeah. More, more often than not. Is always a safe bet. But yeah. you also said there's the some bartenders too. But you also said that sometimes said there, I've known you to say that you trust others' opinions more than others when it comes to knowing a bud tender. Like, there's been, yeah. like, you're like, this bud tender will always sure. tell me this is gas, but their preference is just different than mine. <laughs> so it does come into play important sometimes where it is important to trust them, but sometimes mm -hmm. you'll learn that some of them like Purple Punch, and you just don't like mm -hmm. Purple Punch, you know? Yeah. And that's it. 100%. So let's talk about how much, how has it been different to be a consumer? Now that we're being presented, right? Well, we got curbside for... While. Well, not even just that, but now that we're being presented with, I remember back in the day when it was whatever my dude had, right? And if mm -hmm. he had two different options, we were lucky kind mm -hmm. of thing. But now we can walk into a store and say, well, hey, there's 34 different flavors in here. It's fucking Baskin Robbins. And all of a sudden now we're starting to have the ability to differentiate for ourselves between what we do and don't like, mm -hmm. where... Even five years ago, it was, well, I get what I can. Right? Oh, so yeah. So how much oh, has... Yeah. For the most part, I feel like unless you were... I don't know. I mean, I wasn't... Why do you need 30 flavors, though? You don't. Especially when 15 Isn't that a little of them overwhelming? are mixed. Well, yeah, but you need a little bit more than like three or four to it. No, 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 no. There has to be half a medium. Well, listen, I'm fine if I've got a, a variety of... Uh, if you want to break it down into that. Flavor profiles that range... That's really, if you're going to set up a menu, I want, I want you to play, depending on what I'm looking for, what I'd like to create for a menu. Do I want customers who search in gas? Is that what I want to just focus on that? But there's also bring the those problem people too, in? is people are, the, the definition of gas is very subjective now. More of a Some Deasley and a nose. It is. Gas is like it good isn't. bud. So and let's that's, stop. It shouldn't be. You know, you're right. It let's shouldn't stop be. right here. Let's clear this up for everyone who has no idea. Hit something just, on the keypad. There is you need some sort of sound effect. Give them something. Not click it. Perfect. Stop. Whatever, Whatever it was. There are so many people that have no idea the difference between fire and gas. So what is it? So gas is something that has those Literally, qualities. a petroleum sort Correct. of, a base smell, a, a yep. manufactured nose, right? Something that's not necessarily from yep. nature, right? Where fire is something that's going to be fruity, sweet, or really anywhere else on that terpene spectrum. Yeah. The confusion between people coming in and saying, I want gas, right? And a bud tender goes, here, have this trop punch. Yep. Right? That's not fucking gas. No, missed the but point. But would that be also considered true. fire? Because some people, I think, would almost Absolutely. Think, I don't know. Because you can define would that, gas though, because as fire. Some people, I think, would think of fire more as like a, a terpene kush, profile. Base. And then, like, an exotic as more of a fruit. I agree with that statement. Like, I think some people, like, when I think of, I think of, like, okay, I classify gas as in, like, what you just said, like, a GMO or, like, a jet fuel, like, stinky foot. Then you have, like, your cushions, which are a little bit more, and I would classify those as, like, my fires. And then, obviously, I think anything can be described as fire, but if I had to place it in some type of category, and then my third one would probably be the exotics, which would be more of like your fruits. That would just be my spectrum if I had to break it down. Granted, I let fire explain but anything. Like anything so can be what fire, makes an in exotic, my opinion. Let's go beyond that. What makes an exotic Like I exotic? classify things more gas, cushions, and exotics is really what I classify. And then fire to me is anything. Most, But let, look at most of the exotics. 
they're, they're just, they're cushions, they're punches. They're just, that's what they are. It's just a very, I mean, it's all just a But they're like normally like lemon like gelato cookie, or something like that. But I guess like that, the, some of the newer stuff that's coming out too. It's just cookies, fucking cookies, fucking cookies, fucking cookies. That's all it is. is in really, There's a massive amount of cookies. It's just crosses. Yeah, a lot of that on the market right now. Back in, in, out, and around. So, but they're all going to be, you're going to be finding those different terpene profiles. But that's all, there's two comes down to those two that you'll hear fire and gas fire is good wheat we've been starting to get more grapes into our flavors i'm excited to see that i've changing. been seeing that a little bit more there have been more citrus and more pine coming into the menus as well from a lot of growers there was a time when they were chasing out and they still do but the genetics they were going with and chasing were more california-based genetics and and kind of staples like it worked in that market in california so you were kind of looking at what the market was giving you and from the breeders who were supplying that market, but the breeders sort of didn't need to up their game. They look at everybody who's grabbing from them. They, they were, you know, passing it out, getting more genetics out the door than ever before for quite a while. But we've seen genetics being played here. People are getting involved in creating their menus, not only from here, but from Europe as well. You know, you're still attaining and grabbing some European seed because that's going to be different. That could be coming around in 2021. We might start seeing more mm. those cheeses coming back into it. You never, you never know. I think we gravitate here and main towards indica for sure. Yeah. But you need to have your sativas. You need to have those flavors in there too. I think we're going to start seeing. <clears throat> well, going you know what I mean when I say sativa. Older genetics. No. Give it to him. <laughs> and roll nice. up quick. Up his sensitivity on his mic. That's all. Oh, no, no. I, asked, I said, can he roll up? Oh. Like, roll up a joint. Oh. Pull up. Oh. I thought you meant you wanted Ooh. him Does to he roll sound up good on to the, the mic. mic. Mm -hmm. He sounds good on the mic? Yeah, 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 yeah sounds okay. good. You don't want to roll up? See, I knew Absolutely. you sounded good. I mean, I do want to roll up, but I don't really want to roll up. Like, I would enjoy the act of smoking, partaking, but... Another big... Not the process of making. Not, no. Another big mind-blowing thing is a... Consumers also like you have places like Cure and Sins, and they'll drop a specific strain on an, like Instagram and whatnot, and you'll get there, let's say an hour and a half later, and they're completely sold out. Like there's just nothing left. I mean, you can't be mad at that. Obviously, business is business, but it just puts into perspective as a consumer. Like, I do like how just to, big the market is and how that's the fast point. out of state market is what does that. But I think stores. the I, I like how they should do a drop list is what they really should do. Like I feel like. There's a couple companies in Rhode Island do it for like hash because hash is pretty like rare down there, especially we don't they don't have it in as abundance like we do. But uh, <coughs> they do like a drop list, so it, does, it saves you the trip to the store and at least doesn't give you the frustration of thinking you're gonna get it. You know, which I think is the suckiest thing is if you do a drop list like this is dropping. The thing is, is everything is so lack of so much lack of flour that they be like, oh, we're gonna drop this in. They'll plan to do it. Let's hype it. Let's do that. And then like, fuck, we're out of flour. We'll fuck it, mm. fuck it, throw it in. You know, I feel like that's what happens a lot. Versus, like, any, like, thoughtful process, I don't think, really goes into it. There's a lot of push for there to be uh, more flavors available. Like, as much choice, as much it's funny option. you say that. I was thinking that uh, monocropping might become more popular because, because when you drop at a store, say you've got seven stores, you get two pounds, or you get three pounds, you get three pounds, so on and so forth, whatever it is. That's maximizing, you know, a, a harvest. What, look... A, just say 50 pounds for a standard. Do you think 21 or 2020 
gave a good idea as far as determining how many stores could be in the state of Maine under one brand. Like, has that ever been a thought? Like, I think Highbrow right now leads with as far as number of stores. I Having could be three. Wrong. As Green for Truck's the medical, got two. I think three. What is it? Green Truck's got two. Green Truck has two. They'll just open their second. I think there's probably some others that we're forgetting, too, that have two also. Um, um, Hive is going to, I yeah. uh, think. Cupcake going to have two locations, or is he just, I think he's just sticking in Waterville. Um, oh, well, Central Maine Pharmacy is also Northern Maine Pharmacy. But I'm talking the same brand, too. I mean, they're right. kind of, but I mean. Well, Medco is going into the Gardner area. And Medco has two already, too, so. Yep. So there's been a lot of that growth, a lot of ideas of having multiple locations, but I think, um, I think for some of them, I think that one location is just fine because that is probably a new endeavor for them as well. Sent to me. Like they've never two. really done that before or never set up. I would see a third coming from that. I honestly thought their second would have been in Portland or like somewhere <coughs> southern, which I think a lot of them, but I guess it, I guess when you well, think so about So you left out Hazy earlier, Hazy Hill, and it's because it's become a lot more exclusive. They're controlling their market. So you've got to go... They deliver quite far, too. I do want to say that. I, they, they do. They do they deliver do. quite far. It is quite expansive. Like, you can get it if you want it, it seems to be, right? Most most of southern central Maine? Yeah. They, like, they deliver quite far. Up here in Lewis and Auburn? Mm-hmm. Have you gotten a delivery anywhere, Cedric? Cedric is pretty big on, like, the weed maps. Like, what do you notice big on the deliveries and weed maps around here and stuff for, for deliveries you've used? Um, I don't know. It's pretty shoddy. I'm not going to lie. I feel like there's a lot of people on there who... Their weed is, I don't know, it looks like outdoor, I'm not going to lie. Like, that's what the delivery, it's very hit or miss. The delivery on weed maps is very hit or miss as a consumer. Like, I, I know one in particular, like Louisville, is out here off of weed maps. And, like, out of anyone in the delivery section, like, they're pretty straightforward. That, that would be who to go with. But other than that, that it's, it. it's very hit or miss. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow, that wasn't even a paid. I know that was I was like, where I didn't know because I've never, you, brother. I've never ordered you. through Louisville, so I was like wondering what he was gonna say. And I, I was kind of like, I saw Jake. Funny because he's a friend of mine. I know, I so I was just like, where is this going? No. Oh, you want to just click the yeah, the close, whatever. No, that's fucking funny. I was wondering the same thing. I agree, though. I wholeheartedly agree, and that's something that I've had a discussion with him about on a a semi-regular basis, right, is that all of the other deliveries in this area <clears throat> are so bad, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That How much it, of a demand is there for delivery right now? Oh, though? I do got to give it, though, Medco there delivery. Isn't okay, really. Medco there delivery. Isn't really. Medco's delivery, while the product sometimes I get can be debatable, which we're not here to debate anyone's no. product, to be completely honest. Um, I mean, sometimes we are, but right now we're not. But they deliver anywhere in the fucking state. Anywhere. That's kind of crazy, a, which I think is really cool because there are some people that are willing to pay a fee to get some stuff that they have because they do have a massive selection. Absolutely. So they have I a will massive say selection. I think that's why there can be a rep about someone that has such a massive selection. Like, oh, well, because that's, there's so much to get from. When you have yes. 50 plus strains, there is a chance that some of them out there are just not going to be aligned with you people's preferences. You have to be able to fill, if you're the kind of store like Medco, where you're covering all of your bases, right? So you're gonna have, they're still doing that tiered 
sort of thing, right? Where yeah, I think so, which I actually thought was cool. Is, we were, they, were, good, they rolled it out a before idea. a lot of people but did. But people are going in there and trying to buy $20, $25 eighths and then being like, why is this just the same thing I get from Salty? <laughs> like, because you're an idiot and you're broke, <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, we're going to, have to edit that out. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No, you don't. But because that's really what it comes down to. <laughs> calls all of our viewers that are buying twenty five dollars each. They're like, "Damn, I'm either an idiot or broke." <laughs> <laughs> Improve your situation, though. <laughs> well, no, you brought that up because of the you, price. You can't, they you are can't priced go, that way. You're not going to go market. to McDonald's and ask them for a steak that you'd get at at Nurse at R or what? You know, you're not. You're, that's just not happening. You can't expect to get quality for. Uh, you're, you're not bargain shopping for quality. Okay, well, I am going to say. I'm going to prove you wrong with one word Martins. Boom. Done. Roasted. That's quality for a bargain, motherfucker. So <laughs> listen, you're not, always, you're not always going to be getting uh, uh, a $25 if you want to equate it to the quality level. You're not always. You're, you're going to find some gems in that twenty-five dollar. Right, but you're eight, also too. very rarely. But very shiny. Rarely right now. There are more With shiny turds at forty-five dollar eights yeah. than oh there are. My. If you're buying forty-five dollar eights, and if you're watching this right now, or if you're listening to this, and you know a place where you can get a fire eight for twenty-five dollars, hit our DM. Yeah, hit our no, DM. I'm we'll interested. buy you a fucking ounce. Okay, I swear to God, we'll buy an ounce. But it has I'm to be in. gas. Okay, <laughs> gas. So, wait, fire or gas? Both. Okay. <laughs> At the same damn time. I want a fire gas ounce. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. No, I'll buy you an ounce. Oh, that 25 person, and 8 is only 200 bucks for the ounce. So well, that's it wouldn't not be. It really should be cheaper stealing. for the right, ounce. Right, but by the ounce. Yeah, so, but, so now you're buying a $195 uh, dollar plus tax. No. Yeah. If you're paying 25 and 8, you're probably buying like like that good. 150, 125 $100. Oh, you! There are hundred dollar ounces out there. There is. It's bad. Oh, there, there are is. some really yeah. bad hundred. Is that the only thing you gotta say back there? I'm just there is. in. There is. Yeah, I don't know if he's in the video or not, but he's I'm been not. very animated this whole time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, it's not one. It's not a place we would consider crop cannabis. Mm, 2020, I forgot to mention. But they're too. a phenomenal cannabis business. Yeah, they are. They've, they've got a great They do model. a good job. They, they do. And they, they have a big customer following. They, I forgot to mention Tastefully Baked in our 2020, who's like been coming up. And that is when I just looked at a Tastefully Baked so shirt So let's right call there. that a resurgence, right? Because I heard that name. You motherfucker. <laughs> are you? You put the plant, you put the plant right here, huh? What do you want? <laughs> I like that it still has electrical tape on it. <laughs> it can be planted back in there. Put that thing back. We're going to need some soil. This thing's going down. It is dry. Is it supposed to be that dry? I don't know. I was wondering about watering it, but I didn't want to water it. <laughs> this yeah. is well, great. That's unbelievable. You can't be blaming me for that, then. Well, you did just tip We're it just over. I can out. wholeheartedly if it, if it had any root structure, it I spent so much time setting this scene up, too, and, <laughs> and now it has to be vacuumed. Um, okay, where were we? About tastefully baked, you said a resurgence, and why? Why would you call it a resurgence? I feel like that's a name that I had heard in the past. No, no, they were. They, I think they've. I think uh, with them, I like to compare them to like a. Uh, it's like the classic, uh, the tortoise versus the hare, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Slow and steady wins the race. I feel like they have always been progressively making strides, 
every single quarter, every single year, upwards, you know, and have and been constantly moving in that direction. And I think it's just been so evenly paced and so and they're so assimilated into the cannabis community now. Like that they're advancements that sometimes it's almost more so expected. You know? Like they they set the bar in a lot of ways and they continue to push the bar, you know? And I talk to them all the time, so I'm like, oh my god, I can't imagine trying to be creative like that all the time. Like yeah, coming up real. with different shots. They're like, we have more than we can make. Especially where she says, you know, like they never like to replicate replicate or mm -hmm. produce something twice. Should not have touched my eyes. What happened? I have so much resin in my eyes. I just went. I left the gar <laughs> I left the grow and came here. And man, like, my, do we my have, face is on Do we have any company right sunglasses? Now. Do we have any company sunglasses for him? Or never, never play with plants and then touch your eyes. Right. Public service announcement. You're doing a chop down soon, so do uh, that's probably not a good idea. I'm no. thinking because you're probably getting shit on you. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah. Good for you. So, no, yeah, I do think uh, Tastely Baked Meat's a good choice. Who else would you... Did anyone in the hash rosin community that would have uh, came up this year Well, listen, uh, you're speaking oh, of it like it's way too... Uh, it's been a long time. I mean, I think a lot of these guys have only really asserted themselves even to a greater degree this year than ever before. Maybe they were known, maybe they weren't. I, I think mean, there's, there's really only three... Right, but I'm just questioning who you guys have heard of more so in the sense of 2020, or who may have came up more so. Well, Hiker Trash came on. That uh, was, pretty, yeah, that was you right. That's, yeah, I guess that's a new one. Um, yeah. Not that I'm a, a hash, but from what I watch and what I see, and, and when you see people gravitate towards somebody who's a little bit new or different, there's been a lot more in-house hash going on as well, though. Mm -hmm. Kind of a movement towards that. So the pairings that you get off that, like um, uh, the the uh, Spring Street connection with the goes on where he's washing the Northern Terps uh, product. Let's so. be honest, from from hash making, it's it's. But really I'm just speaking low local startup costs for solventless, yeah. For for getting into it, like that's if you're. <clears throat> you can yeah you can get into that's it. That's like the cheapest way to make an entrance into the market. I feel like it's even what cheaper is, than is starting it? to grow. Solventless, hundred percent. Not not like a solvent like a. I think it depends on the level that you're looking for because uh, I've seen some recently that look like they're a good 50K in. And that's uh, still probably a lot cheaper than going to get into a grow. Yeah, no, if you really think about it, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not that bad. Oh, yeah, no, cheaper than a grow, for sure. Cheaper than a grow, cheaper than a... Uh, sure. But i got to believe that brings... Uh, i got to believe that pays back pretty quick on yep. itself if you're oh, yes, utilizing it, it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Carrie, keep asking that, try. Yeah, any of those any of those investments pay back very quickly in this industry. Well, and that's the beauty of it too. So I think deciding or seeing where you think the market's going to go this year is it going to be a, a strong, robust heading into 2021? How much of a diversion a divergence do we get into uh, the rec department? Do we? I mean, we're only really going to get a look at it this upcoming year. You know, what we've seen from November on isn't for reals either, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, kind of a different I don't know if we'll see the rec market look at, look at stores capacity until we see saturation, collapse, and then revitalization. <laughs> like in the sense, like I think it's gonna need to saturate 
collapse in the sense that some people are going to have to drop out. The week will have to drop out and stuff like that. And then whatever comes after that, that'll be like, okay, that's what's going to be the rec market probably for the next 10 years. You know, because the rec market is going to be very unstable for the next couple of years. It's just it impossible for it not to be because there's way too many factors. If you consider legislation, um, you don't even really know the true amount of competitors. People are just getting approved right now every single day. We're going to spend the next approved. five years trying to figure out where the market shares are going to end up. How everything's gonna go, how everything's gonna look. It's gonna be good. The good thing about it is, I don't think the state of Maine, as a government and citizens as taxpayers, are going to lose out with cannabis. I think small, I think small like uh, small caregivers might lose out in some senses, but I don't think that uh, I don't think, how I come? think that, because I think it's gonna always generate a massive amount of revenue for the state. You know, it's always going to be, it's going to make people more, more people going to want to move here. It's going to make, you know, the sales of homes go up, everything. I mean, it it's, it's really created a massive market in Maine that's been good. But I don't want to keep you too long, Jake. I know that you have to head out. So if you want to, um, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> that, for real? Thank you.